Well, it is another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes. Jason, we are one week closer to the end of April, where the governor has said they're going to re- not extend the safer at home. Correct. So things that, might open up a bit. So on May first, we are just start hugging people. Uh, yeah, that, it's my understanding mm-hmm. that you, what you and I will do is actually just walk around the mall, <laughs> we, actually, and begin hugging people. We will be arrested. Uh, we very, would absolutely very, be very quickly. Let us not make that decision. It would be. It would be. You know. So what are you in for? You know. That's what I'm sure. That's what people ask when right. you're in prison. And we would say hugging strangers. Now, would, that would, be? would you? I know how I would define myself. How, would you define yourself as, um, as you know, like a touch person? No, no. you are not a touch person. No, I'm the opposite. This, of that. this is this is even before COVID yes. nineteen. I'm. A, I, I don't mind shaking hands. I'm. And right. my, my granddad taught taught us from a very young age right. the importance of a handshake. Um, so I'm a handshaker for sure. Right. Walk up, meet people, shake hands. Uh, get really uncomfortable when people want to hug me. R- like, really so, awkward, so uncomfortable. So, in, in our history as, as friends, has there been a moment where if I've ever made you uncomfortable? No. Because I'm pretty no. much a hugger, as you Here's know. Here's the thing, though. I will say, I meet with a lot of pastors. Right. There are some pastors. Yes. That are super touchy-feely. <laughs> and, uh, I wouldn't go, just, and, and so then there's those pastors that, or like, are we going to do a legit handshake, or are we going to do one of those handshakes yeah, and pull it that. in? I, oh, okay. And so, well, and so, if I'm not on the same page, it just turns into an awkward mess. Yeah. And then there's some pastors. I'll, I'll just keep going about my please, rant. please, yeah. Then there's some folks. Lose, we're losing all the pastors. There's right some now. dudes that are taller than me. Right. Okay. By a good bit. Yes. And so when they bring it in, my head is now laying on their <laughs> chest. And it just makes me super, super right, uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. Well, I am. Um, I'm okay with the handshake and pull in. Yeah. Uh, what is difficult for me, uh, like I think about my my dear buddy Dominique. Uh, yes. Dominique yep. Lee, who's the pastor of Hope Fellowship, one of my best buddies in the entire world, and he and I have an agreed upon kind of like we we kind of have this little like a three slaps and okay. then we kind of bring it in type deal. Yeah. And that's okay between the two of us. But sure, if I don't weird. really know. Yeah. With someone else that we're going to attempt to pull off something yep. a little bit more creative, then it's we weird. just end up doing a whole lot of touching. It's weird. Like just a whole lot of yeah. like unnecessary touching. At times there are folks that are like, they already have this handshake thing in mind. And I'm like, we haven't even met. <laughs> so how am I supposed to pick up on, right. on this? Right. And then, and then all I feel like, and this isn't the case, but at times in those moments, I feel like everyone in the room is watching us and they're going, wow, he is. He's that guy. He yeah. doesn't, you yeah. know, or you go in for a handshake and they go in for a fist bump and then you just grab their fist. Yeah. You ever done that? Right. Weird, oh, yeah. Like, uh, what, are, what are we doing? Why can't we just, I've just do been, things I've, normal? I've yeah. embraced your fist. Uh, as yeah. Dave, Dave, uh, our producer of the show knows, I'm, I'm currently in a heavy season. If I'm, if I'm going to do anything, which is right, very, right. very rare. Um, I'm doing elbow bashes, yeah. like old school, like Bash Brothers, Bash Brothers uh, Oakland yeah. A's, Steroids. Uh, Mark McGuire, Jose Canseco, <laughs> Dave Henderson, uh, Bash Brothers. The whole group, yeah. Yes. And yeah. so uh, I do wonder in the coming days, you know, for me personally, who is a touch person, yeah. uh, how I'm going to have to pull that back. We, we were, we're talking about, you know, decisions that we're going to make as a church, of course. And um, 
I'm not going to speak about those yeah, things probably, right probably now because wise. as you and I both know, <laughs> uh, not but just a few weeks ago, yeah. I made a big announcement related to Easter, yeah. and then we had to Who go knows? back and yeah, retract it. probably that. wise yeah, not so, to speak about this. But uh, I will say that um, I we're, we're having to be mindful that, that some people – are going to feel much more comfortable yes. uh, than others, and and some people are going to feel um, maybe even just an openness just to to come to you, yeah, you know, and to like you know to really like go into your space. And there's going to be a lot of people. I'm not going to be one of those people that's going to be worried about that, but there's going to be a lot sure. of people that yeah. are worried about that. And so we have to just be mindful. Like I think we're actually going to have to be fairly heavy-handed to yeah. use that expression. Wow, that may not be the best Maybe expression not. in these yeah. days, but we're going to be pretty direct to say, hey, like, we really do need you to keep your physical distance yeah. Yeah, uh, from one Don't another. touch me. Right. Can't touch this. We could, MC oh, Hammer's like song could be the song. We just blast that around the song of COVID. Can't touch this. Blast it around the campus. <laughs> yeah. I'd have to go back and refresh myself on the actual. I don't think um, it has any first lyrics. I don't think it has any. MC Hammer. That MC Hammer was no. Uh, it was kind of just about. He was. He was being nearly. Fun. He was nearly an evangelist. <laughs> if you remember, he was. His song. We've got to pray just, just to, to make, make it, it today. today. I mean, that's We've true. We've got to pray. Pray. Yeah, that's and yes. that's a true statement. Right. Uh, so I let let yep. before the Lord strikes us down immediately. I don't want to take studio, credit, but I do think that the day we meet back, right? If the staff would do some kind of video, we can't touch this. It would be a wonderful. That would actually be really thing. well. And I'm sure well Chuck done. and Colin have those pants. I have no no doubt. Colin 100 percent has for those sure. pants. And so I was even talking to my dad the other day and, and, you know, he, he is a dairy farmer. And so this really hasn't changed his life that much except for, uh, going to church on Sundays. He's right. not able to do that at the moment and he doesn't have internet. So he's not able to watch a live stream. So he's been watching, uh, in middle Tennessee on, on one of the channels, there's a Nashville pastor, I think that's on TV. And so he's yeah, been watching you've, that. You've not felt the need to Sunday like an appoint him. Towards, you know, our stream or anything. He didn't have, he wouldn't have a way to watch it. Okay. That's fair. And he has a flip phone and no internet. And so I love that. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, unless difficult. you're, unless you're getting it on VHS, you've not felt like you wanted to invite <laughs> me no. to send him. No, uh, no okay, I don't think no, that would, I, no. I, uh, but, but we were talking the other day and he said there was a, an inspector or somebody at the, at the farm. Um, and he walked up and he slapped my dad on the back. <laughs> my dad, my dad's, my dad's not like a, I would feel like during this moment in time, he would be going the opposite way right. of like, yeah. I don't believe this is yeah. anything. Sure. Uh, but he actually stopped going to church before they made people stop okay. going. And then he, he told me, he's like, that guy uh, kind of slapped me on the back. He's one of those salesmen. And, and my dad said, I thought, you just touched me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it, a, is it was an interesting thing it is for my dad to, to, in his mind, go, I don't know if that was a good idea for you to touch me. Sure. Uh, and, and, and I felt this the, the other day I went to, I had to run into Home Depot and get something. Did you quite literally run? Or I, just... I kept my, here's what I did. And this has never been, I didn't have a mask for this particular time. Oh my. And so I kept my hands in my pocket. Yeah. This is the funny thing. Had my hands in my pocket, not making eye contact with anybody. And wanted to get in and get Somehow out. Somehow no eye contact is going to, yeah. to keep germs from being yeah. spread. Yeah. And so. But now that is, you're like not inviting someone. I'm not to inviting speak to any. You. I want people to go, wow, he looks like a jerk. <laughs> That's okay. And so I'm not going to approach him. Okay. And, it. and instead what happened was a, a woman, a, a, a seasoned woman, older woman, uh, is fu- in full garb. I mean, she's got the mask on, yes. long sleeve shirt, gloves, okay. long pants, the whole nine. Yes. And she goes, she was standing next to a dude in the aisle, 
And but she looks at me, who I'm not looking at anybody. You're like, you can't look at me. I'm not even looking. And she said, uh, "Sir, would you help me get something down?" And I wanted to go, "Ma'am, there's a dude right next to you. Let him help you get it down." Right. But I didn't say that. I said, "Of course, of course, I will." And I didn't have gloves on. And so she said, "I need three of those filters that were up a little bit higher than she could reach." And she said, "But I want them from the back." So I touched like 15 of them wow. to get her the ones from the back. And then did she and, say, and the reason I need air filters <laughs> is because I've had this cough yeah. for a while. No, she seemed and, fine. Uh, okay. But I thought it was interesting. So I'm walking in there and with my hands in my pocket. and, and But but I, I walked out and I even got home and I, I told Aaron, I said, I don't like the way this feels. I, I don't yeah. like the way it – Yeah. Like will when will – even when we open things back up, it's not going to feel the same. Like it, it – there's there's going to be a sense of I don't know am I too close to them right. or, or am I hovering do they think I'm too close to right. them where do I stand how do I get in line what do I do it's just a very uncomfortable feeling now so I was the one this is this is um, I, kind of the best way that I can describe the feeling uh, and and I also want to say we we're, we're not minimizing uh, I mean there this it can be very isolating in sure. fact we we were having a conversation. Um, you know, before the show, talking about the difference in the expression in social distancing versus physical distancing, right, right. And, and and how you're seeing the shift uh, more towards the use of physical distancing because so many people feel so isolated. My wife went to see her mom. Her mom is um, uh, is single, and 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 I think basically said she had not had um, physical contact with anyone. For, you know, weeks upon weeks upon weeks. And we, we even just take that for granted, yeah. being able to love on our wife and kids sure. and things of that sort. And so, um, and we, we, we don't want to minimize that, but I, uh, I think about, uh, when my kids were a little bit younger, uh, you know, our, our kids are for both of us, my kids are a little bit older, but, but, but we're, we're kind of moving beyond this stage as you They're are. Not infants, yeah. Uh, right. You, you feel like you can actually go into a restaurant and, uh, and, and potentially not destroy someone else's experience. Right. You know, and that was not, I was always so worried about that when my kids were very young. Sure. Because I did, I knew that like, this could be someone's date night. This could be someone, you know, this is someone's hard earned money. Yep. They're out with their family. And the last thing I wanted them to have is your kid like taking for, food for, off their plate. Yeah, exactly. No, for, for my kid to, you know, be screaming or to be doing something, there's just going to be disruptive and kind of ruin their experience. And I just felt like that, that like weight that I personally felt, uh, you know, as I, am I invading someone yeah. else's space? We're, we're going to be experiencing a bit of that. Like, well, certain people will. I think there will be some that are completely, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm talking about empathy this upcoming yeah. Sunday uh, with Shoreline. There will be some that have zero empathy. They will not put themselves in other people's shoes. They will not nope. try to have the same feelings that other people have uh, or at least try to put themselves in those feelings, you know. But um, but there's going to be a number of people that like, I, I don't, I mean, you know, one, I don't want people um, you know, doing something that makes me uncomfortable, nor do I want to do something right. for other people that makes them uncomfortable. It's going to be interesting when, when things like when hotels start opening back up right. and, and doing more, which I guess they're open, but doing more, you know, people visiting more, right. uh, you know, the elevators. Correct. I haven't been on an elevator in, in a while since this has gone on. But you got to think that in, in some of these moments, you're going to go, I'm not going to pack that thing so, full. Like, you know, it's just a, uh, but, but before this, it was like, get as many people as you can on this elevator. Yeah. And now it's going to be like, I think I'm good. I think I'll take the stairs. So as you know, uh, I mean, it feels like it's been a, an eternity ago, you know, but, uh, 
Uh, it's been several weeks, but you know, Hayden, uh, was in children, East yes. Tennessee Children's yeah. Hospital. Um, and I was with him for four, three, four, four or five days. Uh, and, um, this was really like right, <clears throat> excuse me, when it, things had just gotten really bad. And, um, and I went into the elevator, I was in the hospital and had to go down to the dining area. Uh, one day, and even that was surreal because, you know, there's, there's X's on the, on the wall, yeah. on the floor, and, uh, you know, you can't speak to anybody, and, <laughs> and, and you're, you're like trying yeah. to receive your order from someone who's like, they put up a shield yeah. that is like the Great Wall of China, you know, it's like, throw it to you. how am I getting my yeah. food from you, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, but, but I was on an elevator, and someone got on the elevator, and I, I like immediately like panicked. I was like, and I, no kidding, <laughs> I did a subtle, of a version of this is possible, but I basically turned around yeah. and faced the corner. There you go. Like just turned my back to them. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be, I do think we, I, again, I think we're going to get on the other side of this, but, I, but I do think this time has, uh, will have lasting ramifications on a number of areas, whether that be the job market, the stock market, but, but mainly socially, it, it is going to be interesting going into stores Going, just going to parades, going to, yeah, you know, I heard de Blasio in New York said when this is all over, they're going to have a ticker tech parade, which I didn't know people still talk like that, but <laughs> apparently. And so it's going to be interesting to see how those things work. Right. Because we have in our minds now, we're just kind of have programmed ourselves to go, okay, well, I need to be at least six feet from them. What's that look like? I need to not be in their space and, and, uh, do I need to wear gloves? Do I need to wear a mask? Where do I need to go? Uh, sitting down at a restaurant. I mean, all of those things are going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting, but it, but I do think it's, it's going to be a place for us to like, like we were talking to Bob Bell before we came on, on the air. And then I think sometimes we took a lot of this for granted. Yep. And, and I think on the other side of this, we're going to go, wow, you know, yep. we, we, it's going to give us perspective to, to where we are. And, uh, man, it's just crazy. Yep. When we get back, I want us to talk a little bit more about maybe some of these things that we can expect in the future, but also some ways we can better position ourselves for whatever lies ahead. We'll be back. Give me a minute to hold my girl. Give me a minute to so as we continue the conversation, Jason, before we get into uh, some other topics, I, I saw something on Twitter last night that was interesting. Uh, I sent you one video that's really interesting that I would encourage people to Man, watch. I, I, can, uh, we, can we just speak about it for I a moment? I think we should. I, I think it would be good for us to spend some time in this segment anyways, talking about some either headlines yeah. or like things the way that, you know, certain ways that things have been reported uh, that have just either amused us <laughs> or have caused us to scratch our head a little yeah. bit. And, and, and I think we should start with one on the lighter end. Okay. Yeah. And I don't really even know if it would be deemed on the lighter end, but man, it, it has you a happy sent it to ending. me last night. And I'm going to let you know, as my wife can attest, there have been very few things that yeah. I've watched in a long time that have made me laugh that hard. I mean, and I don't even know. In fact, I shared it with, uh, uh with dozens of others <laughs> after you said it to me. And I can't really even figure out why it makes me laugh so much, but man, it is amazing. Well, it's a, it's a video of local news story, not here in Knoxville, but somewhere else. And, and the news guy is very serious, very anchor person. Like, right. Like 
can tell he's done it for a long time, right. really good at his job. And, Reads and, the teleprompter well. Right, absolutely. Uh, and so he's talking about. And it's just cut away from clearly uh, COVID talk. I mean, yeah. So it's actually yeah. continuing Probably talking about deaths. Yeah, and, that, that and, you actually see on the little thumbnail in the video that it's like a split screen with a reporter who has a mask on. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so he's like on remote or whatever it may be. And the patient's was Jack. Was right, but name? then it goes back to uh, the the you know the 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 guy at the desk, and he then kind of transitions into a new story about uh, let about you go Jack. Yes. and 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 you even you can sense in the transition. Oh, we're going from bad news to good news. Correct. And and he talks about Jack being a, a high school athlete, superstar, that lacrosse. They've featured previously. They, they've talked about him multiple times. He's a community, um, just an amazing person in the community, young guy, healthy, active, uh, probably a believer, all of these amazing things. And then he walked out of the they hospital show, they show after B-roll. being in a coma. They, they even had B-roll. him. Yeah. And apparently he had become a, a almost kind of a face yeah. uh, for COVID uh and COVID survivors, and, so they, the, and even the governor, yeah, the of community state was really rallying around him. Jack, yeah. and and, right. and he said after being, I think it was five weeks in in a coma and very while know, they're showing B roll of him, him walking, walking out. out of the hospital, he's walking out of the hospital, hugging his family, and the anchorman goes, and he died. <laughs> Jack has died, <laughs> and then I was like, what? What kind of news story is this? He died after all of that. What did he get by a car when he walked out? And then the guy says, no, he's very much alive. My apologies. He is alive. And he, and spends, <laughs> he spends the next third. So, so what has happened? He clearly has misread the teleprompter. Majorly and, and, misread. And then rather than just like, rather than just stopping and attempting to, you know, like, and then just clarifying, he just tries to like seamlessly like back his way out yeah, of it. Like he wrote it. And on, he makes this statement and he says, no, Jack is home. And then he says, and I don't mean in the figurative way, in the literal He's way. He's literally home Jack with his family. Home. <laughs> yeah. And, and look, I've, I've experienced, I've read teleprompters oh, yes. before yes. where you really get in this mind frame of just reading whatever's on the, Correct. On the screen. Correct. So that's. That's possible, but I don't Man. believe the teleprompter <laughs> said the kid died. I don't believe it. Jack, has I think died. in his mind, but it was so like, cause as oh, you're watching the B-roll, man. as you're man. watching the B-roll of him hugging his family, you, th- you're waiting for this and he survived. Right. And instead he goes, and he died. <laughs> and like, then again, I, we're not, obviously we would not. It's a happy ending. Obviously it's awesome. we're not, we're, yes. You, you, I hope you guys hear yeah. it. The way that we're sharing that, the, the humor was just the way that guy tried to back out of, man, just stepping. And I think of, since we're professional, uh, yeah, radio like hosts, we've never we made probably mistakes. Can, can do that. Yeah. I've so, never, so, I've never had to edit anything that so was there's, said. There's been so many show. things that I've seen that just made you scratch your head. And I'm going to, I'm going to share something, you know, I mean, we, we all know that you can look at Fox and it goes one direction. You can look at CNN, uh, and it goes a different direction. Uh, there, there doesn't seem to be a ton of reporting that's one way or the other. In fact, now I, I found this trend that is interesting that like CNN will spend significant amount of time reporting on what Fox has done, and Fox now spends oh, a significant yeah, amount sure. of time talking about CNN. It's a very done. weird. Thing. They're just continuing to yeah. you know kind of polarize uh, uh, you know each other on on opposite ends of the spectrum. 
But this Chris Cuomo deal, okay, and so we're, we're just going to talk about this. I, I obviously have never had any interaction with Chris no. Cuomo. Um, he is uh, the brother the of the of, governor of the state of New York. Yep. And so, um, you know, he has uh, already had a, a very loud voice in uh, the sense of influence <laughs> because he has this show on CNN. But then you include his relationship to his brother, uh, that, you know, New York is the kind of the epicenter sure. of so many of this stuff. And then Chris Cuomo actually is, is, uh, diagnosed with, uh, or test positive yeah. for COVID-19. And so, um, you know, obviously we'd never wish that on anybody. Um, and, and so he is talked about his ailments and, and, you know, the various things. He's still that he's done his show. With, right. He's still, yeah. But he's continued to have his show. But, but there was this, this, it started to kind of play a little bit, yep. you know, and, and if you've noticed, it, it started to play a little bit, uh, and, and it kind of became a, a little bit of this is the shtick, a, a little bit of I, I'm kind of representing the people here, yep. and uh, almost not 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 a martyr. I don't want to imply that at all, but it, it certainly became this I'm the voice of the COVID community yep. type stuff, and and just yesterday, or was it yesterday or the two day days, before? Two okay, days before there was this. Big like moment on his show where he's shown and he talks about, hey, here's the big deal. Yeah. Um, you know, like this is a big moment in the Cuomo household and he's, and he's, uh, and he's coming up out of his basement. He's leaving his 14 day quarantine as if he's never left the basement. Correct. First off, his basement's probably bigger than most people's right. house. Right. And he's actually wiped yeah. sweat off his, yeah. off his brow Gosh, and says, uh, sorry, been working out. Just so, so apparently he's been working out down in yeah. the basement, which is great. Good for him. He's got a little, you know, workout space down there. It's probably big. Um, yeah. And, uh, and so he, but he comes out and it's this boom, like, you know, yeah. like he's risen from the dead type moment. Yeah. And that's initially at first glance, you're like, well, that's cool. Yeah, it's awesome. However, I'm going to let you share the remaining part. Yeah, of the so story. just just about a and week again. This is not for us to like throw them no. under the bus. This is a head scratching headline. It's just a weird when it, it points to some tone deafness, right. I think. And right. so when when you look at just a week and a half ago, and, and <laughs> there was a apparently the Cuomos owned some property uh, somewhere else, right. And they were at that property. With it's not a, a think, house. With, I think, other family Other folks. Members. And it's not it's, – they're, like, building something. So they weren't inside of a place, but they were outside of it. And and a, a guy on a bicycle was riding by and saw Chris because Cuomo. Because he is a, a – Yeah, he knows Chris Cuomo. Right. And so he says – the bicyclist says, well, hold on. Hey, Cuomo, don't you have COVID? Why are you out? Shouldn't you be quarantined at home? And they had a big back and forth. And where where did the, the charges get? Yeah, to the point that the bicyclist um, like called the police. Right. And uh, yeah, or, or at least yeah, yeah, at least at least uh, the altercation yeah. escalated. And so Maybe and so the reason we know this happened is first off there was a police report. Second, Chris Cuomo talked about it on his radio show on air. On air, correct. He talked about having a back and forth with a bicyclist and said that guy doesn't have any right. You know, and, all and this so stuff. we we. We know that you haven't just been in your basement so, for, so wait for this minute. whole time. Why have you been coming out of the uh, – right. I mean, I understand if you're like, hey, I've been sleeping downstairs. His wife also – there's another interesting uh, point with all of this is his wife also tested positive. Correct. But, and when, but when he comes out of the basement, she she's there with the kids. 
so was she not being quarantined? I don't know. It's a it's look, a head scratcher. I, I don't. I, head you know, that's all it is. Any, have you seen a, any other things that now uh, this is a, unrelated to COVID? But what about this news that that felt like it was you know like coming out quick and then it kind of died right back down? Kim Jong Un. Yes, it's about, like it's did, like did it never die? happened. Did he not die? What what is going on? Two nights tell, ago, tell people. Yeah, what, two what nights happened. ago, there's a tweet and there's reports from legitimate sources that. Uh, they have like Kim, very viable. Yeah, that Kim Jong Un is in grave danger, and some even said brain dead. And then literally, we wake up the next morning and it's crickets. It's like it's none <laughs> of that happened. happened. So who knows? I don't know. We'll continue no to talk about all kinds of head scratching things when we come back. Nice. Family lockdown boogie. That's good. That is strong. Jason, I saw something, uh, a question on Twitter that I thought was interesting. I thought I'd pose it to you. Right now going on is the pandemic. And so for, for many of our children, this may be the thing they look to when they're 30 and 40 years old. Right. Hey, the first major thing that I remember being reported was COVID-19 right. and the for coronavirus. For me, I can... So what is... What would be your, like, from your lifetime, the first memory you have of a big world event? Cha- the Challenger explosion. Okay, that's what I heard. A lot of people on Twitter yeah, said that. I can also remember first Gulf War, uh, like, yep. stuff. Uh, like, that 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 was a different deal. Like, Challenger explosion was just like, oh, this is, I'm sad. Right. right. I think I had gotten to the age uh, with the, the first Gulf War where, you know, it was more like, oh, this is actually, um, this is connected to strife and right. connected to, um, you know, th- there's political complexities and there's, there's danger in play. And, you know, I mean, there, there's all that other stuff. Like, I, I, I can remember those. What about you? Well, yeah, when I saw that question on Twitter, here was the thing that popped in my mind first. And it's not about a pol- political event. It's not about war. It's not about famine. It's not about pandemics. The first thing that came to my mind was Magic WrestleMania. Johnson. No, Magic oh, Johnson announcing he had HIV. Yeah. That was 1991. I was, let's see, I was seven. Oh, man. And so. Oh, that, oh, but man. I remember watching that. Why do you have to go and say that? I remember watching that on, uh, we were about to, and it's weird that I remember this. We were at our house in, in Cornersville. We were about to go out and meet some family for dinner. Right. And so it was dark and then. I'm in my mom and dad's room, and they had a, at that time, even in 1991, had a black and white television. <laughs> Very weird. In their room. And so I'm watching it on there. And right. Magic Johnson announced, and, and I mean, I didn't know what HIV, I thought he was going to die. I yeah. thought one of my favorite ball players is going to be dead next week. Yeah. And it, it just kind of sent, like, even at that young of age, because I loved basketball and, and watching the NBA, I thought, oh, no, what does this mean yep. for – uh, for basketball, what's this mean for Magic Johnson? And, and he, you know, has clearly. So speaking of basketball <laughs> and stars, did you? My um, goodness. So I, I have not seen the first two episodes of what? the Michael Jordan deal. How have you not seen it? But I've been it? told that it wasn't as family friendly. It and, is in not. Fact, it's had, definitely. I, I, yeah. In fact, I've had some people pretty strongly say, "Do not allow your kids to watch." They this didn't. Right now. They didn't edit any language, and so there are a couple. Uh, you have to be paying attention. They say it so so calmly in their in their sentence right that it, it's not like overly but right yes there's definitely language in it that that is not that depending on the age of your children yeah. or you know you may not want them to see that 
Uh, and I'm saying every language. Yeah, like, that was not, not just, of, uh, if you have language. A hotel scene as well. Well, there wasn't there. a scene. There was, there was a talking about okay. a scene. Okay, got and it. So there's no like graphic scenes. Got it. But it, there is talking about what happened in a hotel room. Did it change any perspective you have on Michael Jordan? No. Okay. No, I didn't think for, so. Not for me. For that's, me. That's, a, that's the feedback. I've yeah. And, and Michael Jordan said, he said, hey, I heard an interview the other day and he's like, look, people are going to watch this and probably, some are not going to be fond of me yep. because of the how much I wanted to win and what right. I expected of my teammates right. and the way I acted around them when it came to winning. And I already knew that about sure. him. I've yeah. read multiple books about right. Michael Jordan where he – You I guys play in the backyard he, together. Uh, he punched Steve Kerr in a yes. – you know, like yeah. he is, he, I yeah. knew he was a competitor, so that doesn't surprise me at right. all. And um, But it was really interesting to see watching it from – because I, I was a huge Jordan fan, Bulls fan – but but the I didn't understand the complexities of the administration of the yep. Chicago Bulls. Yep. That that wasn't even in my radar. <clears throat> but looking at it now, they just won they they just won their second title in in two years, and they had Phil Jackson, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman. Like they had the whole team back. And for Kraus to say. To tell Phil Jackson, I don't care if you win every game and win the championship again, you will not be back the following year. Crazy. It's insane. That is nuts. That is nuts. To so, rebuild. It's just insane. So uh, so let's get back to a topic today. We continue to talk about COVID. Yeah, of uh, course. You know, it just feels like the appropriate thing to do. In our uh, last segment, we talked a little bit about some head-scratching, kind yeah. of like headlines and things that we've seen or news stories. Let's just talk for a moment today about – other head scratching things, but not in the context of headlines. More about just like things that feel a little bit like, how come you could do this, but you can't do that? Or how mm. come this is happening and that is not happening? Like, like you gave, uh, we were talking off air. You know, you, you see all kinds of people in, in New York that are just enraged about beaches being opened in Florida or South Carolina. Yeah. And, Yet they never closed down the subway. Now, we do understand, uh, you know, in order for even a, a tiny hint of the economy to move forward, people have to get to their work sure. and things of that sort. So you have to have mass transportation in a city like that. Um, but, 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 you know, it, it kind of feels like, well, wait a minute. I, I can't spread out out here, but I have, but, but, you know, I, I, that's not required, um, you know, in this context. It, it's just kind of interesting. Has there been anything and again, I would say that's probably not not the best example. But has there been anything that you're like, this is a head scratcher to you? Yeah, I think it's. I, I saw a meme the other day that said, before COVID, if you if you even asked a restaurant if you could get alcohol to go, they would have looked at you like you had four heads. Correct. And no, you can't walk down the sidewalk with it. And now it's like, yeah, we'll give you a gallon of margaritas <laughs> to just take home in your car without any. Any kind of, yeah, go ahead and open it up. Right? Yeah. Why not? You know, and so yeah. that to me has been, has been interesting to watch. Right. Like even seeing people post are like, oh, you got my gallon. I'm like, wow, that is, we have really, you know, kind of thrown some, some things out the window or saying, you know, uh, you, don't you dare go to a park out in the open. But yeah, right. liquor stores are essential. Of course. Right. Go yeah, get all that, the liquor you want. Right. And there's certainly been some things again. We've, we, we've spoken a little bit. And I probably was not as, as heavy as I probably should have been, uh, on, on liberties that could be yeah. at risk, you know, and, uh, and, and so there's, there's been some of those moments like, well, wait a minute. How come you guys are so worried about, 
you know, like, like all these people that are parked in the church parking lot yeah. with their windows rolled up. But you're not worried about all these people that are hanging out like in their lawn chairs at the park. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like, like or, I'm or confused. We, or we had, I mean, over the weekend, I thought it was Black Friday at Home Depot and Lowe's <laughs> and Walmart. Like there was not a parking space. Yes. And so it's, it's just been, uh, you know, and, and I do, I think some folks are going to look back at this. Some businesses are going to go, we made more money during that pandemic than we ever dreamed we would make. We hired more people. And then there's going to be some businesses that go, that's when it ended for us. Right. And it, the, the dichotomy there is, is striking that one organization can go, that was the best time forever. Right. Like ever that we right. ever had economically. And then another company going, we can't, that was it for us. Yep. That's when we closed was, was March of 2020. Right. And, and it, to, to watch that unfold is, is just been remarkable. I, I, it's, it's, it's crazy to watch all of that unfold. And then, and then the, you know, the, the small business loans, and then they just announced this week that they have 300 more million coming out. I mean, it is just, uh, and then some businesses got it and then we're, we're guilted yeah. into giving it back. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, right. no, you got to give it back. And yeah. then some businesses are coming out and going, yeah, we're not giving it back. So, so now I am going to, I am going to take maybe the biggest, boldest risk. This is going to be hashtag hot take as much as we have, I, I have ever okay. done okay. on I'm, this show. I mean, it almost feels like this, there should be some type of like, uh, you know, breaking news. I'm ready for here. I am about to give you a take related to Chick-fil-A. Okay. And this is, I mean, I understand I am at a high yeah. risk here. And, and I, I do need to clarify, there is no greater fan or advocate of Chick-fil-A than myself and our family. In fact, I use the app so regularly, as I think I may have shared, that several months ago, I got a notification that I had become a red member, whatever that means, and they invited me for a tour oh, wow. of the Chick-fil-A headquarters in Atlanta. Jason, that's a problem. Yes, that means I am spending a, a bit too much money at Chick-fil-A. And so I love our Chick-fil-A. I love the employees of the Chick-fil-A. We have great relationship. They do all kinds of wonderful stuff with the school. They do all kinds of wonderful stuff with the church. I'm talking about I'm man, really like, interested in hearing this hot take. Now, here's the hot take that is unique for me. I understand they are not opening up the dining room, which makes complete sense to sure. me. However, in the peak of my uh, of this COVID deal, they have had bukus of people that have been outside taking the to-go orders. Yep. Or, or sorry, not the you know the drive-through orders. Yep. And it's a weird deal to me because. Like, wouldn't this be the the time that we would maximize, like, talking to the board rather than bringing people out and yeah. talking to me from two feet outside my vehicle? It's a good call. I mean, I, I, I know. Now, I will again say they have been exceptional. They all have gloves on. They all have moo cow like yeah. masks. I, although, on. although I, I did think, but it, was it just weird. feels weird to me. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why are we? And, and every other place is doing that too. So I'm I'm just speaking of the one that I get business now, I, to. I did think it was weird the other day when the person taking my order got in the van with me <laughs> and was and like, rode I'm just around gonna, with I'm just me. Now, drive to. The I thought that was odd. I thought, <laughs> look, I want Chick Fil A to go above and beyond, but I don't need you to like escort yeah. me. Yeah, uh, I'm kidding. They didn't. They do that. didn't but, do that. But as we as we think about those things, and <laughs> they're just some head scratches. Yeah, and, and it's look, I get it. You know, I've even talked about this with staff at Hope of of, and, and you probably have felt this too. There's 
there's no nothing to look to. Like yeah. me and you were asking questions back and forth. What do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? Or how, when this is done, do you think how many numbers can we have in this building? There is no, like, there's no thing we can go, well, 15 years ago when this happened, here's what folks did. Right. And here's what failed and here's what succeeded. We're all trying to figure this out. And yep. so uh, we're trying to see, you know, do we need everybody at the building? Do we, how, do, how does this work? How does, do, do they use their vacation days or not use their vacation days? Do they work from home? Do they not work from home? And we're just trying our best to walk through that. And I think when we come back, we can kind of unpack in, in, the, in the short time that we have left. What that looks like for us from the, uh, and I think it'd be important to talk a little bit about what you talked about on Sunday night as far as kind of moving forward with the church and what we're going to see, what we feel like God is is calling us to on the other side. So of what you're saying is we actually need to say something that's helpful. <laughs> Redemptive. We'll be there back. There you go. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. Now, on a scale of one to ten. Touch this. How big of an MC Hammer fan were you? I was a huge MC Hammer fan. Yeah, I was going to say about a little less. And I was already a fan of Dave, but now that he has played this, this is good. I'm even a bigger fan. Oh my lord! See, he says Lord in his in his yeah. music. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're it's, it's almost gospel. This song's really just about dancing. You know? Wow! He blessed me with two hot feet. You wow! Know? I'm just a dancer, uh, not even a little tiny dancer, yeah. but a, but an MC Hammer dancer. Right. And so so Jason, as we as we finish up today. Uh, and we look to, uh, on Sunday night, you, you, we got a message saying, Hey, you know, Shoreline, join me on Facebook Live and, and other avenues, uh, Instagram to, you know, you felt a, a sensing from the Lord to kind of talk to, to the folks. Give us a quick, uh, rundown of what you feel like the Lord is doing yeah. for the church, uh, capital C and for Shoreline specifically. Uh, through this time. Yeah, we, we sent out a message to everyone said, get online, 8 o'clock Sunday night. This was outside of our normal Sunday morning streams that we've been doing. And we just did a big, huge game of, uh, Bible trivia. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah. uh, bingo. Uh, no, no, I just shared uh, a bit as to what I felt like the Lord had been prompting in my heart. And you know, if you look historically, I think we've maybe even spoken about this in past shows. Uh, there's a great article that's even out there that speaks towards this. I think from the Gospel Coalition, you can probably um, find it with a, a little bit of, um, you know, uh, search. Uh, but, but it just talks about how really pandemics or plagues, uh, sicknesses have been this thing that have really, um, helped the church, the universal church, like grow yep. massive movements. And, uh, I just talked about how I, I really do understand that, that there's a lot of things to, um, to be tempted towards when it comes to fear. And I would just say that, man, I, if I'm going to be fearing anything right now, I want to be fearing missed opportunities because I believe that we have an incredible opportunity uh, at hand. And I, I just challenged our people. I said, listen, we are going to be cautious uh, and we're going to be safe. But but that does not mean that we are going to lack intensity uh, and meaning that we do see this as a huge opportunity. People's hearts have been softened to. Uh, I think spiritual things. I think a lot of things that we've idolized, you know, things that we've kind of put our, our, our salvation and our sustaining in, uh, that, that have been taken away. And so I think there is a sensitivity to the things of the gospel that we have not seen in a really, really long time. And so, um, it is our chance. And so I just challenged our people to let, let's charge the gates a bit. This is the, the moment to gain ground for the kingdom. And, um, and, and let's go. And so I would say that same thing to, to, to you folks that are listening. Yes, 
Uh, be wise. Don't go and do something that puts yourself uh, at risk or puts others at risk. Uh, don't do something that's going to make you uncomfortable when it comes to your health or put other people uh, in a situation where they're uncomfortable with their health. But let us not just be social distanced, as we've said. Let's Let's be physical distanced if we need. But socially, let's really yeah. embrace this thing and let's talk with our loved ones and let's, let's be Jesus to people uh, beyond this. Because I, I fear that all this empathy and things that have welled up over the last several weeks, when we go back into some sense of normalcy, that we're just going to kind of allow that to fade away. In fact, I, I'm going to be talking, uh, you know, this upcoming Sunday about why is it that empathy seems to be so notable in the church and I think it's because there's a lot of other things that aren't distracting yeah. us. And, and so we're actually taking our eyes off of ourself and, and giving ourselves the opportunity to look at the lives of others. Let's, let's stay in a right posture moving forward. Yeah. And I think, I think too, we, we have a, uh, and, and I, I struggle with saying we have an opportunity because I hate it when people say, you know, in, in bad yeah. negative times, yeah. we have an opportunity. Yeah. Don't waste uh, a good crisis. Yeah. And yeah. so that, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we have, uh, there, for some of us, like you said, some idols have been just taken away. Yep. Uh, not because we turned from them, but because they were just taken away right. from us. So, so for some of us, it was that going to the bar all the time. Well, it's closed. Yep. For some of us, it was sports, living through our children. Well, that's been shut, shut down. down. For for some of us, it was it was our career. It was the career, and and I don't want to be home. I want to be at work. And now you you're at home. And so for some of us, it was that job that that gave you that success that you wanted to attain so bad, and that's been taken away. And so all of those things will give us a, a chance to look at this moment and go, how are we stewarding this moment? What are we doing? That's why I emailed the staff yesterday at Hope, and I said, I hope that during the month of April, because we, we kind of went to a skeleton staff, a lot of folks are, are, are at home, uh, and, and so I hope you've been a good steward of this time with, with your family, with, with your friends, whatever that looks like. And so these are opportunities to point people to Jesus. And, and I, I think there are some folks that are going to use this to coerce and manipulate. And then there's, there's some folks that are going to gospel, true gospel people going, this is a revival that, that is coming up. Right. Now, what does that look like? And, and I, I think it's going to be fun to walk through that with Shoreline and, and, and to watch what other churches are doing. Uh, as we see the gospel move in, in extraordinary ways. Yeah, we're excited to continue the conversation. We'll do that next week. In the meantime, you can always check out YouTube videos. There's a great <laughs> there's, one. There's a great one that we should <laughs> we should probably share so that people can see. Maybe that'll go out in the Between Sundays email. Maybe so. Just watch this video. God we'll talk bless to you, next you friends. Week.